0: Nazir Perikvav, Mishnah Yud, 610. The Mishnah is wrapping up the topic of the Tiglacha Sahara, the, the concluding procedures for the Nazir. And here in our Mishnah, it wants to consider what happens if the Nazir brings an offering, cuts his hair, and then it turns out that the offering he brought was invalid. So you recall there was a machlokas, which is the first of the three karbanas that should be brought, whether it's a shlamim or a chatas. Um, but whatever it is, we said after that first one, at that point he would cut his hair. So the question is, what happens if that animal becomes invalid prior to the blood reaching the Mizbeach? So the mission says here, Gilach al-Hazevach. He cut his hair, literally on the offering. It means after the offering is, has been slaughtered. The nymph's a puzzle, but it turns out that it's invalid. Now, there's a lot of ways that a korban could be invalid. Any number of them doesn't make a difference. The point is, one way or another... The blood didn't make it to the mezbeh because it got lost or tummy or fell out or the animal itself had a mum. It doesn't matter. So it turns out there for that the offering was not valid and he had cut his hair now assuming that it was valid. So then Tiglachtopsula, it's going to come out then that his hair cutting wasn't valid because he did it on a offering which wasn't a legitimate offering for him. And that being the case, he's basically not going to be yotsi. And whatever he brings afterwards, the other two offerings, let's say, also won't help him because he is bringing them in a state of invalidation. Uh, Worse than that, since he cut his hair, and actually that wasn't the hair cutting that's required um, as part of the Tiglachas of because this was on an animal which wasn't really a legitimate animal or the carbon that wasn't a corbin that fulfilled its obligation. So that being the case, his din will be the same as someone who had like list him, you know, bandits cut his hair against his will, circumstances beyond his control, but so what? His hair has been cut and therefore he has now, he's set back um, 30 days La the halacha. There was a sheet of with seven days, but the point is now he has to wait 30 more days um, for new hair to grow and then he'll have to do it all over again. Says the Mishnah further, Gilach Allah Khatashlmah, if the animal that he did first was the chatas, and then he cut his hair after the slaughtering of it, um, but the animal was offered Lolishma. Now Lolishma means that this is a chatas, the sin offering, but at some one of the essential four steps of the processing of a zevach, which is the shechita, kabbalah, holacha, and zirika, the slaughtering, receiving the blood, the bringing of the blood to the altar, and the application of the blood to the altar wall. If any of those four steps are done by a koan who's thinking that this is for a type of offering other than a chattas, that's called Lolishma, not for the sake of a particular offering. And that, um, while not an invalidation for most offerings, is an invalidation for a chatas. So that being the case, this chatas is invalid. So we're basically kind of back to square one. As the previous, mishnah, previous line of the Mishnah said, even if he brings subsequent offerings as they should be for their proper purpose, his haircutting is invalid. As we said before, and the subsequent offerings that are brought don't help him. They're not to his credit for his three obligatory karbonos as a nazir. There's no real great khidish there, because um, it's just a type of invalidation, type of p'sul, but we'll contrast it to the next line of the Mishnah, which says, Gilach al ha'ola, ola shlamim, shlo lishman, if the first animal which he offered was, let's say, shlamim, or an ola, and that shlam or ola was offered shlo lishma. So it's one of the steps of the processing of it. They got mixed up, and the person who was the Kohen doing it thought this was, you know, a or something. He mixed it up. So then the din is that... Um, that offering actually is not invalidated. Um, if he brings the subsequent animals um, lishman, meaning for the right purposes, it doesn't matter. Still, his, his hair cutting on that first animal is not valid. And The subsequent korbanos don't work for him. Now, why would that be? We just said that it's not invalidated if it's not, if it's not lishman, But we're talking about a Shlamim or an Ola? And the answer is because there's a subtlety here. If you bring an Ola or Shlamim, Shlolishma, so then it doesn't invalidate the offering, but it does make it that the person bringing it doesn't get credit for the specific offering that it's supposed to be, which means, um, let's say it's a Shlamim, it could still be eaten, you know, on on his big chart up in the sky, he gets a gold star for bringing a Shlamim, but not a Nazir Shlamim. Uh, And therefore, he'll have to bring a new Nazir Shlomim. And since he cut his hair on not a Nazir Shlomim, let's say, he has to do the hair cutting all over again. Now, the mission continues with the sheet of Rabbi Shimon, who disagrees. According to Rabbi Shimon, fascinatingly, when we're talking about a situation of a shlamim or an Ola, which is brought Shlomim, while it's true that it doesn't count towards one of the three requisite offerings that the Nazir must bring, still, since it's a valid offering in and of itself... That's sufficient. So, Rabbi Shimon Omer also has Zevachlo Alolo. It's true that that particular offering didn't count towards the Nazar's obligations to bring, let's say it was a Shlamim. So, this Shlamim didn't count. He has to bring a whole new Shlamim for his Nazirus. Avalshar mm-hmm. Alolo. But the truth is, says he, that the other Kabbalahs that were brought subsequent to it actually do work and count t- towards his requirement. He has to bring a new Shlamim. Because the Nazir was bringing a shlamim, this wasn't a Nazir shlamim. But since it was a shlamim, and since it was acceptable as such, that's sufficient to make it a valid hair cutting. Even though it wasn't the Nazir shlamim, it's any shlamim. Now, that's perhaps a little surprising, but Rabbi Shimon learns this from a Pasuk. Um, the Pasuk says, V'nasan al-ha'ish, The Nazir should put his hair that he cut off, on the fire, that is beneath the peace offering, it doesn't say the shlam of his particular shlamim or the shlam of the Nazar. It means so he understands it means any shlamim. That being the case, although the shlamim is not a nazir shlamim, it's sufficient to cut his hair over and to be yotzi to the point that while well, a new shlam has to be brought, but everything else is okay. Uh, worth noting, of course, is that according to Rishimin, uh if the Corwin that was brought lolishma was a chatas, so then for sure it would not be okay because a chatas that's brought brought Shlolashma is simply not uh, valid for anybody at all. Okay? The last end of the mission here is taught, and no one disagrees with it, it's universally agreed upon, im gilach al-shloshtan. If, after doing all three of his offerings, the Nazir cuts his hair. And then it turns out it turns out that only one of them was kosher, but two of them actually were invalid. So, still, Tiglach, Tokshira, Evan agrees that the haircutting was acceptable um, because at least one of the offerings were okay, and that was a Nazareth's carbon and therefore, v'yavish Vish he'll just have to bring the other remaining Zavachim that he didn't bring that were invalid, but he certainly doesn't need to cut his hair a second time and, and uh, repeat that process.